Hi, I'm Alois Mujira and you're listening to the CFM Sport Podcast. Z. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. Time for the biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. Max Verstappen, two-time world champion. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. It's blasphemous. Let me finish. Let you finish. I'll let you talk. Every weekday, it's my sport. It's your sport. It's CFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. After four weeks that felt like a lifetime, we are back. This is ZFM Sport on your favorite station, ZFM Stereo, my station, your station. is the old team in studio. Alois Bunjira, Chris Mizi, Barry Manandi, and yours truly, Mike Madonna, pulling the strings behind the desk, our producer, Sean Tafirenika. Good to be back in the studio, guys. It's amazing to be back in the studio. <laughs> it's really a good feeling. Uh, yeah, listen, we, we were away for a minute and uh, it could have gone a little bit longer, but still happy to be back. Uh, a lot happened in that minute, uh, believe me. Sure. Especially, I mean, the world of sport never sleeps. So there's plenty for us uh, to get through, not just on today's edition of ZFM Sport, but throughout this week. We're also going to be taking a look back at some of the major sporting events that happened in season 2022. Just to get season 2023 on the road. Alois, I saw you do a bit of karaoke with yeah. your daughter and uh, oh. I, was, I was quite impressed, I must admit. I mean, uh, you were doing your thing. Yeah, uh, I, love, I love karaoke, you know that. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> my daughter also loves it. And I don't have him. My mic skills, I guess so. You know what? We need to take uh, Alois to Japan. Yeah. <laughs> the home of karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be an absolute billionaire. Yeah. But, uh, we're not talking just music, but if you do love your music, don't miss out on our power play, which comes first up in our play of the day a bit later on, halfway during the show. Great show we got lined up for you as we kick off season 2023. We begin on the home front where the Chevrons opened up their season with a remarkable 2-1 T20 International Series win over Ireland. Much to the delight of head coach Dave Halton who says the team is continuing its growth. We have international sports news where we go around the world in 60 with stops in Australia, India as well as Minnesota. In the Casalaga World Football Report we kick off with the Supercopa final where Barcelona coach Xavi Hernandez waxed lyrical over 
Saturday's young midfield stars as they were at the heart of the club's first trophy for nearly two years as they thumped rivals Real Madrid. In the Premier League, Arsenal manager Mikel Arteta says it will demand almost perfection for the Gunners to win the league title after they swept Tottenham aside last night. And in Serie A, Italian football great Luca Toni has insisted that the Scudetto is still to play for despite Napoli beating Juventus 5-1. Hi, I'm Trevor Nyakani, the Blue Bulls and Springbok prop, and now you're listening to ZFM Sports. Yes, you're listening to ZFM Sport and if you want to be part of the conversation 0731-168-045 that's our WhatsApp number I'll give it to you again 0731-168-045 We're also available as a podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify or wherever you get your podcast So if you want to listen to the show a bit later on or you know someone who can't catch us live but truly loves the show refer them of course to simply search for ZFM FM Sport and don't forget to subscribe. Kicking us off today in terms of our content, we got our local sports news roundup with Chris. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. your local sports news roundup with some netball news where the Rainbow Amateur Netball League 2022 champions Globe Petroleum Queens bagged $3,000 medals and a trophy at the league's award ceremony held in Harare over the weekend. The league put together a glamorous event with teams and individuals reaping the rewards of a successful season. Head over to some boxing news. World Boxing Council interim super bantamweight champion Kudakwashi Take Mani Chiwandire is happy with her progress so far as she gears up for the gold medal against Mexican Yamile Mercado. The fight is scheduled for March in Mexico, but the actual date is yet to be announced. And we'll finish off with some football news. Four-time Castellaga Premier Soccer League champions FC Platinum have parted ways with five players, which are young Nigerian forward Onifade Abubakar, Temi Tope, William Steema, Blessing Sasha Moyo and Nigel Makumbe. The club has since started recruiting players. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. Good evening to you, Given Lutonek. You say welcome back, team. Well, we are back. And, of course, our first story is the cricket. The Chevrons opening their 2023 season with a remarkable 2-1 T20 International Series win over Ireland. Much to the delight of head coach Dave Houghton, who says the team is continuing its growth. The Zimbabwe captain Craig Irvine scored a brilliant half-century before Ryan Bell produced some sensational power-hitting at the end as the hosts held their nerve to edge out the Irish by four wickets in the deciding T20 International played at a packed Harare Sports Club yesterday. Now following the win, we caught up with Chevron's coach Dave Houghton and we asked him about the key outtakes from the T20 series versus Ireland. We obviously want to grow with the young team, uh, but in order to have that growth, you need some senior players to play around and to learn from. And uh, we've sadly lost a couple of senior players in the last few days. So it was very important that somebody like Craig stood up and played a role and made sure it was a role that others could follow. And I think he's had a fantastic three-game series. Everything we do in the, in the coaching side takes players to the edge of the field. The only place they really learn is when they cross that line. 
and go out there and play. It's the only place you can actually get experience of playing under pressure, winning under pressure, is being under pressure. The only thing I've said to our guys about pressure is that you earn the right to be under pressure. If we were playing rubbish and getting smacked every day, we're never under pressure. You know, because losing's easy. But by winning and keeping ourselves in the contest all the time and getting into pressure situations, we've earned that right, so enjoy it. And we're starting to win more of those pressure situations than we lose. See. Dave Houghton, the coach of the Chevrons. Uh, Barry was uh, vigorously nodding his head here <laughs> in the studio. Very impressed by the words coming out of Dave Houghton. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, I... Uh, the one statement that really struck for me is that uh, everything we do takes the players to the edge of the field. Yeah. They then mm-hmm. have to cross the whitewash Gotta and do good. the business themselves. Got to go and do it. Um, and and there's, no, uh, there's no replacement for experience. You, you, you experience yeah. it by doing. And, and, and in truth, uh, the boys have been doing. They've been given the 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 rope uh, to be able to do it and when they cross the whitewash they are doing what they can yeah mistakes will be made uh, you will lose a gear game here and there uh, but I'm, I'm 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 glad that uh, on the whole what we've seen out of the chevrons lately is largely positive and uh, chris uh, what makes this uh, series win i think especially sweet uh, for dave houghton and of course the brains trust to add zimbabwe cricket is that zimbabwe is missing a few oh. key players and that is i think one of the most important things about this particular win is that this particular Chevron side didn't include Sikanda Raza who we know as Superman yeah. you know, he comes in ever ready to save the day Sean Williams uh, everyone I think was also taking a look at Gary Balance unable to be there as well blessing Zarabani always good Your with the favorite. ball my <laughs> top favourite <laughs> Sean Williams all not there but the Chevrons were able to pull together and get contributions right across the board and manage to get these wins which I think is important progress because previously I think pre-Dave Houghton if you took a look at a Chevron side without even just these uh, five particular players, mm. it would have been an absolute shambles. Yeah, we certainly would have lost uh, that game and lost the series to the Irish. Now, let's just take you back, of course, uh, and give you the results that came out of this series. The first T20 International, Zimbabwe winning by five wickets. The second T20 International, the Irish bounced back to win by six wickets in that encounter. And then it went down to the decider that was played yesterday afternoon at Harare Sports Club and the Irish uh, making 141 for nine, having been put into batter. The Harry Tector, 47. Wesley Madeveri, the pick of the bowlers with two for eight, and Luke Jongwe, two for 23. Zimbabwe in the run chase, 144 for six. It looked like it was dodgy, it was squeaky bum time for uh, at least a bit of a period towards the end of Zimbabwe's chase there. But of course, Ryan Bell came through with 30 not outs. So big blows at the end to support, of course, Craig Irvine's. 54. Ben White was uh, the best bowler for the Irish and he picked up two wickets for 26 runs. Zimbabwe winning by six wickets. Uh, Alois, uh, you of course um, a regular patron uh, at Harare Sports Club. What did you make of the atmosphere? I mean, uh, yesterday the attendance was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Zimbabwe, of course, backing the Chevrons. And it just shows you that people love a winning team. 
Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, like I say, the atmosphere was very electric, uh, to be honest. You know, it was actually exciting even before the match even started. You know, you could actually enjoy just to be part of the crowd and part of the festivities there. And uh, when the match started as well, you know, the support, you know, each time the, the, there was a wicket, especially for Zimbabwe, and each time the Batman hit a six, a five, you know, you could actually hear the crowd roaring. You know, it was, it was fantastic. That's what we love. Yeah. You know, like you say, people love sport. Yeah. People love entertainment. And they were really entertained by these matches. Yeah, absolutely entertaining. Uh, if you're out at Harare Sports Club, but uh, do get in touch with us. Uh, send us your messages, of course. Uh, we'll be having a fan zone uh, a bit later on after our play of the day. And if you want to interact with us, 0731168045 is the number. That number again, 0731168045. We're also on Twitter and Facebook where you can follow and interact with at ZFM Sport. Now, a quick update for you. Zimbabwe's under-19 women suffering an embarrassing 174-run defeat at the hands of England under-19. Whereas Barry was uh, <laughs> nodding his head furiously. Uh, Chris is shaking his head furiously this time. Uh, and of course, this was in their opening match at the ICC oh. under-19 Women's T20 World Cup in South Africa. Let's just touch on that very briefly. I think what it just shows to us, uh, Chris, is that there's a lot of work to be done Mm-hmm. in the women's game yeah. because this is ostensibly the next generation mm-hmm. of Lady Chevrons yes. and they are being bowled out what what is that 25 runs 25 all out? runs all yeah. out it's 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 incredibly embarrassing i think we we never had high hopes for them going to this tournament for a lot of them i think a good 90 95% of them this is their first tournament mm. at this kind of level so yeah. you expect that they're not going to have these big fantastic performances but i think a loss like this for me is particularly concerning from a confidence level because if they've been smacked like this in their first game mm. first of all there's still some cricket to be played but also what about the their perception of the future in terms of them as Lady Chevron so a lot of work to be done I think we can put up all the pretty pictures that we want but I think Zimbabwe cricket really needs to put in some work here if we're going to have a decent set of Lady Chevrons in a few years time. yeah so uh, Zimbabwe under 19 uh, 25 all out in 12 overs Adel mm. uh, Zimono top scorer with five not out. Tawana Nyasa Marumani made a four. And of yeah. course, uh, the bowler that did uh, most of the damage for England was Grace Scrivens. Uh, she picked up four for two runs. England under 19, of course, had made 199 for four in their allotted 20 uh, overs. And of course, we can at least talk about uh, our bowlers, uh, Olinda Chare, two for 34. I think a decent right. return. Uh, Tawana Nyasha uh, Marumanu 1 for 27 and Kudzai Chigora 1 for 33 so the bowling Barry uh, can possibly there's an argument that you know what they are decent enough as far as the bowling is concerned it looks like it's batting where they lack the proficiency they lack the technique they lack, they lack the aptitude to compete at this level I'll only agree because I know you like stats and you like picking them mm. apart and looking into the stats uh, because the bowling figures certainly look good uh, but then I think also there must be a measure of uh, uh, we should measure and temper our our uh, our elation with the with the bowling on the basis that no I'm not elated but mm. I, but I'm saying you know what we we, we had at least the ability agreed. to pick up four agreed. wickets absolutely mm. agreed I think it's a it's a platform upon which we can build the batting is absolutely woeful uh, we haven't got a clue what we're doing with the bat so and and I agree with with Chris we've got to sort it out because this is a next.
next generation they're coming through next uh, and our lady shepherds should play friendlies against stronger teams busy busy playing weaker opponents that's valentine from bolawayo it does make sense in a way, Chris, yeah. but also, even if you do play stronger nations, uh, you've got to get certain basics correct yes. first yes. for I think, you to compete. And I think that 25 is exactly where the issue is, and we can see very clearly that there's technical ability that's lacking there, and it's important that we get the basics right. Yes, we can play all the best that we want when we're polishing. I think that's something you do when you've got the basics right, but for now, I think it's there, there's some basics that really need to be worked on there. Yeah, uh, like you said, that uh, the cricket uh, cricket Zimbabwe has got a lot of work to do. I think if you, if I was them, I would straight away go back to under 11s now, under 15s mm. to start the school doing system. the proper yeah. development in the yes, school system. In yeah. the school system, because we have already seen that this can actually be a disaster going forward. A so we really need to go way down to start yeah. actually coaching and teaching the real basics are they, are they, at a very younger age. It's a good point, Mike. Are they playing cricket at convent, for instance, at girls' yeah, high, at, yeah. at uh, Queen Elizabeth? We've got to go we even lower. Go yeah. We've got to go even lower and Fair start enough. asking that are they playing cricket in primary in school? Primary school. Uh, yes. Because I, I remember one thing that took me a long time to to, to correct uh, as a result of not being coached correctly in cricket mm. uh, was uh, in terms of my batting technique. I think mm. I only managed to change it when I got to lower six okay. where I was a, a cross batter. Okay. Uh, mm. And because I hadn't been coached properly in primary school, it took me a long time long to time, actually yeah. start mm. playing with a straight bat. Yeah. Uh, and so I think if we miss it in terms of uh, the impartation we are giving these girls as uh, at ages like six, seven, eight, nine, yeah. ten, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we need to, go to try and then get these guys to start changing technique and to learn certain things uh, when they're when 16, 19, 17, 20, 18, uh, 19, 20, I think it's just simply, simply never going to work. And don't forget to keep your messages coming in. We'll try and read as many of them as we can. But of course, um, it was joy as well as of course, morning for Zimbabwe cricket celebrating the Chevrons and then of course, taking a look at 25 not out and thinking, my goodness. Plenty <laughs> my, of Mike, I, I think we just took something for, for granted. Yeah. What's being a cross batter? A cross batter? Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we we, we yeah, play yeah, out. Yeah, 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 thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. I would want to know I, I, as well. I think uh, that's going to be very uh, difficult uh, to explain listen, without, to explain without demonstrating. Without actually demonstrating. <laughs> okay, oh, okay. So it's basically h- hacking across the line. Okay. Uh, you know, so you don't play a straight yeah, bat. Straight bat, which means play that, baseball, uh, basically. Yeah, you're playing almost uh, cross batting is like baseball. Oh, style. No, okay. 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 Where, where, you, where you are constantly. Yeah. hitting across across right. your body yeah. Yeah. yeah so no matter what the ball is yeah. uh, that is bold to you yeah. whether it's bold on the offside whether you're trying you're to hit across it the basically to yeah. the leg side all uh, the time okay. uh, whereas of course if you play with a straight bat uh, I think you are of course treating the ball on merit I think you prevent, uh, present the full face of the bat all these things I think are, are pretty difficult uh, to explain of course, we're, we're, but you were actually demonstrating we're, 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 uh, Oh, but the listener yeah. can't see. That's <laughs> <a problem. laughs> the listener can't see. Just Google it, guys. Yeah. Cross batting versus straight bat. <laughs> Coming up, we got around the world in 60. Stops in Melbourne, Sydney, India, as well as the US. Hi, my name is Sean Williams, Zimbabwe cricket captain. You're listening to ZFM Sport. Z. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news.
We took off in Melbourne for the first tennis Grand Slam of the year where defending champion Rafael Nadal booked his place in the second round after defeating Jack Draper 7-5, 2-6, 6-4, 6-1. There were also first round wins from seeded players such as Daniel Medvedev, Stefanos Tsitsipas and Felix Oja Aliassim. In Sydney, Rugby Australia have appointed Eddie Jones to take the position of head coach on a five-year deal with Dave Rennie departing the role to make way for him. Mike, what do you think of this development? Oh, I think it's scandalous. Uh, uh, to, uh, Dave Reddy has taken Australian rugby out of the dumps, yeah. built the team over the last couple of seasons, made them competitive even against the best nations in the world. And then to have the the honour of leading the team at the World Cup, which is like 10 months away, yeah. uh, taken away from you uh, and given to Eddie Jones, who's just been fired by England, I think it's a slap in the face. Head over to India, where Virat Kohli moved to within three centuries of equaling Sachin Tendulkar's record of 49 one day international hundreds as his unbeaten 166 from 110 balls set up a record 317 run victory and a 3-0 series whitewash over Sri Lanka. And we'll touch down in the United States where Daniel Jones threw two touchdowns in his first career playoff games to game to guide the New York Giants to a 31-24 victory over the Minnesota Vikings in a wild card weekend thriller. Lock, lock, it. Ah. Fan zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. You know the number 0731-0468-045. That's our WhatsApp platform. The messages have been streaming in. And if you want to send us your message, do that on that number 0731-168-045. And remember, strictly no WhatsApp calls. We're just going to <laughs> we're just going to be reading uh, the messages. Hi, my favorite sports team. This is Cautions Mavunga in Chawona. Yes, it's been a while. Holiday Yachans. Yeah, no ones are my days, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Annual leave, guys. Annual leave. I, I dragged myself here. I see. to Man United, Yava Kunaka. And uh, we're going to be talking about Manchester United. Uh, but of course, they are playing well. They are on a good run of form, stringing win after win after win. And Marcus Rashford, Alois, mm. unstoppable. Yeah, he is uh, out of this world. You know, you can actually see even his body language, you know, his energy. You know, he's, he's something else. I saw mm. the other ball that he chased towards the corner flag. He just wanted yep. to save that ball. Exactly. And I was like, where is he getting this energy from? There's he's just like on adrenaline. There. Yeah. yeah, there's enthusiasm yeah. there. I think Eric Ten Hag doing a phenomenal job uh, at Carrington uh, with Manchester United's uh, players. Chester and Bulao and now sport is back. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. The show that be Anze, that uh, best all is back. And uh, what's up, guys? Uh, a soup card of months ago, United were oh. a scene of Titanic yeah. momic. But go. it's now in the rear view mirror because Boy Ten Hag has sweetened the United pot. I guess Can you guys, you know who that is. You know who that is. Uh, uh, no, that's. Uh, 
Either that simple Rashford poke in pudding time, sending the Sangwine United heap into hyena like delirium. That must have felt like the next stop after orgasm for any red devil. And city wise, it felt like a kick in the jiggle berries. Chris and Alois say it's time to take a stop and smell the red roses of Manchester. And he says, This is thanks, Mudzim, but thanks, Mudzim. Oh, man. Nice to have you this back is. on the show. I I'm might actually buy some United merchandise this season. You, you could. <laughs> I have haven't stopped? bought some in four Seriously? years. Why? I, I speak with my dollars. If oh, I don't like something, I'm not I buying it. Got, I, got, I got the white one delivered to me uh, from a friend in the UK, and I'm so proud of it. <laughs> you, you wait with pride. I wait with pride. Uh, but, uh, I mean, Barry, isn't it just you just support the team? You love the team? No, you see, um, they're, they're, they're fans, and then but remember, Liverpool. This means more. Yeah, it's, it's, there we it's, go. It's Barry. more than just being. That's it. That's it, my so, so Liverpool, good, bad, team Naka. Yeah, 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 team just accustomed to struggle. No, no, the Liverpool system trained you well to understand and just enjoy the struggle. We we came out of the glory years, Chris, in the late eighties, where we were winning, and then we went through a period of 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 just absolute drought. But we would we would pick up trophies here. Here Isn't that the difference with us? It's also we might not have been winning the Premier League, but we would win a Champions Uh, League, League would win the FA Cup, would win the League Cup. Would win trophies now and again. So are you disagreeing with me that Liverpool fans are not accustomed to struggle? But we never stopped buying jerseys. Yeah. Yes, because you are accustomed to no, the struggle. No, 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 no. We yeah. never stopped buying jerseys. Ah, but uh, to be honest, I, I speak with my honest, dollars and with yeah. my feet. But to be honest, this time, Magaremiro, guys. Huh? Magaremiro. Yes. But there is a turnaround. Yeah, there is a It could be another 30 years. I don't think this season. No, 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 no. <laughs> not this season. I, 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 not this season. I, this season, I think it'll be very difficult. But I think yeah. top four, you know, gonna be tickets, right? It's not too far. Yeah, from Ten, number nine. Yeah, yeah. No, it's but it's yeah, but I, I think was it last year that you crawled back from that as yes, well? Yes, yes. yes. The, the previous season. The previous yeah, the previous season. season. Yeah, the previous yes. season. You actually crawled back yeah. from and that. And we ended up third. Yes. With Emerson's header. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. And right, let's go to Tabo uh, Aripa Beatrice, and I could actually vis- visualize those batting techniques uh, when Mike. <laughs> As the other issue is cross batting also gives the batsman the ability to hit for better runs than straight batting so it has to be imparted at an early age for sure I think you have to learn a bit of both yes uh, yeah. uh, but the basis Barry I think for anyone is learning the conventional cricket shots first yeah. Yeah. not just to become a hacker yeah but you gotta you, you've got to be the ability to make the right decisions in terms yeah. of which shot do I play yeah. for which particular delivery it's it's like you said at the at the beginning Mike and I think that uh, learning the fundamentals is key. The, the fundamentals are that you ought to straight bat, okay? Uh, when in doubt, just mm-hmm. play the straight mm-hmm. shot. Had Blessing Muzarabani played a straight shot at the World Cup, would probably have gone deeper in the tournament, if you recall. Can, can, I, can I give an, an example? Time, Wesley Madevere. I think if anyone wants to take a look at what bad shot selection is, watch Wesley Madevere <laughs> batting. You and I, Barry, <laughs> we, well, I think we, we went to watch one of the matches, the yeah, first yeah. match. Yeah, yeah. The guy is trying to 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 um, 
reverse switch yeah. hits on yeah. uh, on on a full time. He's he's making all sorts of crazy yeah, yeah. Uh, decisions. Slog and, sweep, yeah, slog sweep. Yeah, exactly. And I'm thinking, what are you doing? Just stick to the basics, yeah. and you'll get it right. And I think in that first T20 international, I think Gary Balance, who mm. just came into the team, yeah. showed us how to approach a modest run chase. Because yes. if you're chasing 140, there's no you're need to pressure. put yourself under pressure yeah. by making bad shot selections. Yeah. What Gary Balance uh, did was that he played the deliveries on merit. Yes. The bad balls he took out he of the ground for six. Yeah. He put away or hit for a boundary. Yeah. I think that is sort of like the methodical approach that we need to put next to sort of like the swashbuckling Raza mm-hmm. and players like Sean Williams just to make sure that we've got that very strong unit in our middle order. And, and if you watch Ryan Bill, I think you'll learn the, 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 the art of shot selection because Ryan Bill seems to play the right ball the right way. The ones that are bad, he puts away, absolutely sends them over the rope and then the other ones plays down the ground uh, a clean uh, cricket stroke. Uh, Harry in Marlborough says, uh, what's up guys? I missed your show. Good lo- uh, good to have you back. Uh, hi- hey guys, uh, it's always good to listen to your shows. As for me, I'm lucky to have been a winner in one of your shows whilst you were away. Hans Mariaga Piranogita, Bry every time when Chelsea lost. So now you are back. They are winning. That is Maleno Pamo Fombi. And then Hansa, please, Z Sports team, can you uh, bring thanks to the studio this year just once? I think we should do that. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Really so, fun. So try, try and bring them back. Uh, try and bring him into the studio. Uh, and of course, uh, just see uh, how he goes about it. And then Vusim Bulawayo, Kontru, to say compliments of the new season, guys. Good to have you back. It's unfortunate for my Liverpool. Things are looking gloomy. Okay, we're not going to be talking about Liverpool today, no, guys. Doesn't matter. Uh, Why? We're, we're, we're not sidestepping. But I think the perfect opportunity is is um, El Shitico. Uh, which, <laughs> which is happening this coming weekend, uh, and that is Liverpool taking on Chelsea. So we will, we will discuss the crap performances of both teams. So uh, we are not avoiding Liverpool. Okay, uh, we will talk about Liverpool in depth on Friday. I, I promise you. Coming up, we got the Castle Lager World Football Report. <laughs> <laughs> ZFM Stereo is untouchable. The Castle Premier Soccer League, La Liga, Serie A, the English Premier League, the Bundesliga. It all comes together with the Castle on the Castle Lager World Football Report. I think it's universally accepted that we're getting an email from the higher-ups. But we're ready. We're, we're ready for it. Let's start with news that Barcelona coach Xavi Hernandez waxed lyrical over his young midfield stars as they were at the heart of the club's first trophy for nearly two years as they thumped rivals Real Madrid Gavi. Uh, Javi or Gavi uh, who is 18 scored <laughs> fashion two more in their 3-1 victory including one for 20-year-old Pedri uh, while defender Ronald Araujo uh, shackled Vinicius Jr. and Alejandro Balde uh, excelled on the other flank uh, football pundit Craig Burley says Real Madrid were embarrassed and in, in truth it was a lesson it was an embarrassment the way that Barcelona were able to pass the ball around in that second half and the old lays were the second half of the season there's only one team with yep. a huge amount of work to do and one team are on the front foot and in truth it was a lesson it was an embarrassment the way that Barcelona were able to pass the ball around in that second half and the old lays were coming up from the crowd and 
you know, Real Madrid never got close to making a tackle. I mean, it, it was so one-sided, this game, Shaq, it was scary. Z. In truth, Craig Burley isn't exaggerating, is he, uh, Alois? It was, it was an embarrassment because uh, Real Madrid didn't look like Real Madrid at all. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, the, the, the truth was that uh, Barcelona, they are very good ball players. Yep. They know how to keep that ball. Those boys are highly technical. You know, sometimes when you face a team like that, then the only option you've got is to harass them and to see what you can do. But they were, they were too smart, I think, uh, for, for Real Madrid. But, uh, but like you said, I think uh, Real Madrid could have just put in a little bit more effort, you know, to, uh, to actually find themselves a little bit more in the camp than they did. But that's off to Barcelona. I think they are, these boys can actually play football. And Mikey, you can you can be you can be bad, mm-hmm. and then you can be made to look bad. Yeah. yeah. What are we dealing with here? Uh, I think uh, they were made to look bad. Yeah. Uh, because let's not forget uh, this was Real Madrid's uh, starting eleven. Yeah. They are their best players on, on the, the park. field. Huh? Uh, Ballon d'Or winner Karim Benzema was there. Luka Modric, uh, who just led Croatia to the semi-finals of the World Cup, was in there. Uh, Tony Kroos, uh, Vinicius Junior, of course, who's been standout for Real Madrid was on the park but I think what Alois uh, says is that you know what you've got highly technical players the likes of uh, De Jong Mm -hmm. Pedri Gavi Lewandowski himself yeah. as a target as a target man, man, as a man number he's nine too good, is yeah, too very smart, good yeah. with the ball at his feet very as well good, yeah. he makes good runs mm. and he's able to pass it but I think the winner for me uh, which really nullified uh, or stemmed uh, the flow from Real Madrid were the selections that he made in defence right. and uh, of the particular one was to switch Araujo uh, to right back mm. and Jules Kunde to send him as a centre back yeah. and you take a look at the players that he's recruited Jules Kunde I think is going to be one of the best buys of the season because of that versatility yeah. where he's mm. able to operate as a right back and we saw him do that for France during yeah. the World Cup uh, he's a World Cup finalist uh, but he's also able to play as a centre-back quite mm. comfortably a role that he played uh, many times uh, for Sevilla and the job that Araujo did on Vinicius Junior meant that Benzema for long periods of that game was isolated and whenever he was getting on the ball it was too deep for him to actually affect and affect the game yeah. so Barcelona's tactics as well to complement the technical proficiency of their players were spot on this was a victory uh, not just for the players but for Xavi his yeah. first trophy <clears throat> his first trophy and he's, he's uh, out in front in La Liga as well so it'll it'll uh, be a little bit of a boost won't it Chris uh, going back into the La Liga program knowing that uh, they vanquished in a, yes in a cup competition their closest rival Real Madrid now they're in a shootout between uh, themselves and Real Madrid uh, for the the, the the La Liga title major major confidence boost I think anytime you're going back into I think just in terms of how competitive La Liga is you need every extra ounce and I think the confidence and we can talk about it just being a, co- a cup competition but I think it's it's important silverware where first of all yeah. a lot of people didn't expect it yeah. but in addition I think for Xavi as a coach it's important that that marker is there that Very he has important. delivered yeah. some sort of yeah, and, and the team selections always point uh, to what Chris is talking importance, about importance yeah. uh, mm. whenever teams select their starting 11s their first choice teams mm. it means that they are placing emphasis on that particular trophy uh, and so for me I think just in terms of a confidence booster it will be a good one especially if you consider that uh, the next classical that will be played which many view as a possible title decider, decider yeah. will be played at the new camp yeah and that that's that means that it's going to be a very interesting affair the one thing i hope is that we've seen finally a starting 11 for barcelona
Stay right where you are. Move to the groove of the nation. All the rivalry. Stars. There goes Haaland. He's on his way again. He's hungry. He scored. He always does. He always will. Nothing more certain. And all the game-changing moments. Marcus Rashford. He can't miss at the moment, Marcus Rashford. All the updates from the Premier League on ZFM Sport. I'll tell you what, the Premier League games are coming thick and are fast nearly every three days. We've got a Premier League action on our screens. The results from the weekend, Aston Villa 2-1 winners over Leeds. That was on Friday night. Uh, Brentford 2-0 winners over Bournemouth. Uh, Wolves 1-0 winners over West Ham, while Nottingham Forest beat uh, Leicester uh, 2-0. How long can Brendan Rodgers hang on? Uh, Southampton upending Everton 2-1 again. Frank Lampard under pressure. Uh, Brighton beating Liverpool 3-0. Enough said about that. And then Chelsea 1-0 winners over Crystal Palace. Very important victory uh, for uh, Chelsea. Uh, Newcastle won the winners over Fulham. Some consistency continuing with uh, the black and whites, uh, the magpies. Uh, Bruno Fernandes, he credited Manchester United's newfound team ethic for their 2-1 derby victory over Manchester City. Let's hear from him. The realness and the belief of the team, I think that makes us winning the game today. Um, I'm really proud of what, uh, what we've been doing. But on what we, we did today, I think we showed a really good team, strong team, and uh, as, as has been in the past, uh, everyone involved, from the ones that played, from the ones that came on, from the ones in the bench, everyone was important for, uh, for today. Z. Bruno Fernandes talking about the fact uh, that Manchester United is now a team. Let me leave the Mancunians out of this conversation. Yeah, don't Michael, be biased. He'll be biased. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me talk to Mike on this one. But in truth, he's a player who has found form himself. We're talking about uh, Rashford and his mm, new mm. found energy uh, off air. Uh, but you've got to say that the entire Manchester United team has discovered itself. I, I, I'm just going to go back to opinions that uh, we gave 12 months ago, 18 months ago, when we said that, you know what, the signing of Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> uh, was not a bad thing. Agreed. However, a player like Ronaldo has to be the central focus of yeah, the team. Yeah. Correct. Just by his sheer weight and ability as yes. well. Mm. But what it did, I think, is that it then made the likes of Bruno Fernandes retreat slightly in their yes. shells. Yes. Yeah. What we've seen now is the likes of Fernandes, Rashford, take on more responsibility for, sure. uh, for the team. For sure. uh, we're beginning to see the old Fernandes, the yes. Fernandes yes. that Manchester United mm. signed, yeah. the one who was effecting uh, games, assists and goals and making meaningful uh, contributions and where Rashford was the main beneficiary yeah. of Bruno Fernando's guile and creativity. The figures speak for themselves. Yeah. Bruno's output last season was low. Yeah, it was awful. It was awful. nothing yeah. to be to, 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 to write home about. But he's now picked it up and he's starting to rediscover that form of old. And so that's what I think. I think you've got a team now that uh, really is playing the way that United played. Uh, when they came second that certainly, season certainly. Uh, and it's a very and dangerous team especially on the break with the speed that the likes of Marcus Rashford has and this time Marcus Rashford is not missing chances yeah, no, he gets not. a chance yeah. he buries it he buries it, it. he's uh, absolutely efficient and, and uh, what Mike is talking about you've got to add on Chris the element of the energy 
around oh, yeah. the team. Yeah. They, they, they they're chasing down. There's they high press when they want when they want to and need mm-hmm. to, and they're able to drop back and then also still apply pressure to their opponent. There's there's a renewed energy about the team. A completely renewed energy. It's almost like there's there's a there's some sort of spirit going through United right now. When you take a or look a weight at that's been lifted <laughs> or and a weight. To Saudi Arabia. And I think um, the, the, what Bruno Fernandes is talking about in terms of a team ethic, I think is very key. That everyone is now taking responsibility and playing together. And there's no sort of central focal point in terms of an individual. Yeah. So that means you have to spread that responsibility right across the team. And people are stepping up to the plate. And that renewed energy, I think, is very important for a side that under Ten Hag was expected to perform and to do better. And the work that he has been doing is, is very evident uh, when you take a look at the way Manchester United is playing, not necessarily just the results themselves. Yeah, it's nice to hear uh, a message uh, from uh, Poland reading. <laughs> <laughs> Poland, yeah. I think now Ten Hag has gained the players' respect. Being benched by him is now a scary prospect. It is a scary prospect, but we would be remiss as pundits, and I'm not throwing a wet blanket over the win, uh, Alois, uh, but we've got to talk about that uh, Bruno Fernandes goal uh, and what preceded that, uh, the Rashford offside, not offside. Your take on that? Uh, I thought I thought it was a clean goal. Uh, why? Why? Because uh, he didn't interfere uh, with play. When I say he didn't interfere with play, he, he didn't step any Man City player from the ball. The one that was chasing him, he had gone past him. And if you see, when he was going for the ball, that player was already had made a decision to go and cover the goalkeeper. Can I, can I, can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Dekaro. Yeah. The, 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 you, you, you played at the highest level. Yeah, yeah. If you assume that someone is offside and they make a movement to the ball, usually that causes you to relax, yes? Because usually you're thinking to yourself a flag is coming and... and he was he was miles offside, so I'm not. The movement to the ball, my view, is what necessarily causes there to be a, a almost a relaxation. And and when we talk then, about interfering with play, yeah. oh, when you're running then, then with then the ball, ball without touching it, I understand. Play. I understand what you're saying. No, he didn't run with the ball. He chased the ball. Yeah. And he, yes, he did. He didn't run with it. What what are you are now saying? I understand it, yeah. but then if you are a foot, if you are a footballer, you must also be well versed with the football rules that are prevailing at that particular time. So if I'm chasing the ball, you're already actually think that your reaction is actually supposed to be cover that guy first before because you are not you are not the most official. Mm. I, I, I actually think, Alois, now that you brought in the laws of the game, yeah, I actually think that this is one of the reasons why English officials are not getting the big jobs. I okay. think between the centre referee and VAR, they messed up. Right. I want to read the yeah, laws yeah, yeah, exactly. according Pick to IFAB. Law for us. IFAB says that in, uh, a player moving from or standing in an offside position is in the way of an opponent and interferes with the movement of the opponent, right? The movement of the opponent yes. towards the ball. Exactly. exactly. This is yes. an offside offense yes. if it impacts on the ability of the opponent to play or challenge for the ball. Yes. And then if that's the exactly weight, that's for the defenders. Now, if the player moves into the way of an opponent and impedes the opponent's progress, e.g. blocks the ball, the offense should be penalized a uh, thing. Yes. Then a player is in an offside position is moving towards the ball with the intention of playing the ball 
with the intention. Marcus Moving Rashford the came with the within half a meter of playing the ball. It was right there. He now, the we, let's, let's remove the defenders out of the equation. Alois, do you think that it influenced Edison, the goalkeeper's decision-making? Yeah, in a way, yes. Yes, it, it did. But the ball was not going towards Edison. It, it was, was going towards going goal. goal, mate. It, Guys, when, does, when does the goalkeeper that ball, it was moving across? Okay, the second piece of evidence. Then it did the other way around. I, I, I want to present this second piece of evidence on yeah. on 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 our social media thing, and I'm, I want to show you to Alois and Chris. If you remove Rashford, that's the situation. If you remove Rashford, we'll share it. We'll share this image <laughs> on our social. If media. you remove Rashford. The defender gets to the ball first. Yeah, he does. Does he not? He does. He doesn't. No, 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 no. This screen, this screen, the the ball is moving towards this way. Look, the ball was played going this oh, way. Okay, so okay. He's running away. Okay, even even running away from the defender. All right, guys. We're gonna we're gonna share it. We're gonna share it on our social media. Okay, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Okay. Do you think away from the defender? Do you think Ederson anovo moga kuyapa edge box? What do you mean? If if Rashford is not offside, does he does he leave his line, Mike? The thing who, who, did, who, who did Ederson want to close down, Alois? I'm, I, I, I want to from you. Who do you think he was trying to close down when he came off his line? He's always off the line. No, 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 no. He came he's, off his line in this yes. instance. So he, he was, was actually standing, deep. He was standing by the line. Then you came off. off no, the line. Was, no, no, no. He was deeper. Charging, charging towards. Yeah, the he was deeper. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask. Who was he trying to close? Let me ask I just want you to to answer that one. Then you can ask your question. Who was he trying to close down? He was closing down the ball. On the ball, who, who, who was running Bruno, with the ball? Both Bruno, <laughs> both Bruno and both Bruno and Rashford were going for that. Uh, Rashford and Garikure. When you're in an offside position, it doesn't mean you have to stand still. Okay, guys, I, I, I think you can it's, it's not to say with the Man United you didn't deserve to win yeah, and no. juggle. This for me, guys, in in, in this, it's, 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 remember Alexis for Arsenal. Flagging first because of VAR. Because of VAR, that's why they, you they, they need they, to they, figure out if the player is going for the ball first. No, or no, 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 no. And they are, they are now, they are now asked not to flag on the basis that they, they, they wait for VAR. But then, it won't, then it there's, won't there's, flag, there's, there's, there's the element of offside if the, the player the element, does not touch the ball. Yes, the element of flagging when he touches the ball has got to do with where the offside is then blown. Because you can be offside at the, at the uh, just after the, the the center line, and you touch it at the corner flag. You, that's where the Inter offside inter interference uh, is when the opponent you are impeding the opponent from getting but a move that to if, if Alois, you played as a striker, Alois, the ball, you played as a he was facing the ball. Alois was a striker, and Alois, you are always talking about movement. You are always talking about clever runs. What do clever runs do? Off they, the ball runs. What do they do? They dismantle the defense and and, and they. They do what? They dismantle the defense. Thank you. Isn't that influencing play? But Mike, it's not part of the offside rule. It's but not the rule says, says so. Says no. Any movement. It says any movement towards the ball. It doesn't. You don't have to actually get into physical it contact with, with the ball, ball or the or the player. Towards movement the towards the ball. My challenge, my challenge with 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 the decision that was made by that refereeing team yesterday is that it's paradigm shifting because now chances are officials in Zimbabwe. Are going to be affected as a result of that. It was one on a TV. Yeah, one on a TV. Yeah. They watch all and that, and all of a sudden, guess what happened in the now? It's in, in, in the exact the, the following ruling. game that came after was Liverpool's thumping by Brighton. Uh -huh. Ex a similar situation. Yeah. Yet Trent 
ran towards the ball to usher it out for a throw-in. And it was offside. It was offside. He didn't touch the ball. He didn't interfere with anyone. And it was offside. And that's the inconsistency of match officials. So we start, we start getting into an interpretation that doesn't work. Now, because we discussed that matter, we can't discuss Mikel Arteta. Well, we can, very briefly. And uh, let me speak to Chris. Do you, <laughs> think, do you think this one is worth continuing tomorrow? Because I, I think, yeah. There I are a, sort of like a, a, a lot of uh, opinions that are coming through. So I think uh, in terms of uh, the Manchester United offside and, and so forth, I think let's 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 continue let's continue that discussion tomorrow. Let's let's mm. continue that discussion tomorrow. We're going to try and get a hold of uh, some of our match officials here in Zimbabwe and see what the interpret- interpretation is of uh, the uh, decision that was made by the English officials yesterday. Uh, but very quickly and briefly, Mikel Arteta, what a job he's doing! Two no winners over Tottenham. Everybody's saying they're flat track bullies. They're on top of the mm. league because they're playing small teams. Here's Tottenham, bang, dispatched. And Tottenham really had one job to do. They didn't manage to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Likes to see Arsenal at the top. But I think Arsenal are proving to us that they can sit at the top much longer than I think a lot of people are expecting. Mm, They're they're, they're the real deal. They're they're, 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 among us. And the other other thing is that people might say that they have been beating smaller teams. But those small teams actually actually give uh, bigger, the bigger drinks uh, problems. Yeah, right, problems. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so enough, for so. me, I, do, I, do, I, do, I wouldn't buy that because they actually despise those small teams that give trouble to, uh, to the bigger teams as well. Uh, I'd like to warn our producer. But, but, but which, which of the big teams are they left with? Okay, they've they lost City. to United, but City they just lifted City. City. Yeah. They yeah. played yeah. everyone else. Yeah, yeah. They, they played everyone they, else. They, so they United, beat Chelsea, they, they, they beat uh, Liverpool. Yeah, uh, they City twice. Uh, and uh, they drew with Newcastle, so they're not doing badly. Not uh, at all, not at all. Against the so-called big sides, Arsenal. If our producer posts one more time Arteta Huchi on the group, he's going to be fired <laughs> as the show's producer. Anyway, we got to go. We're back tomorrow. We are back! And it's good to be back. May God receive bless you. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Manandi, out. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. The biggest sports story is... Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. The biggest interviews... These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So, thank you, Venus. And all the analysis... Right here. There's no question that LeBron James, at the worst, is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. This is not, it's just blasphemous. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Madod, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.